Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Something About Sports right here on Movement Radio. I'm Talon Williams. I'm Chip Hazard. I'm Roger Sierra. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be discussing 10 of the best comedic basketball movies of all time. Now, it feels like most people think about when they most people think of you know dramatic scenes when sports movies are mentioned. Uh, more often than not, these movies are about underdog stories and the climatic moments of one player or a team winning everything in the end. That's still the case in comedies as well, but there's a little bit more hilarity that ensues. And although there are comedy films about all sports, it seems like basketball is the one that lends itself to most of the laughs. There have been almost countless memorable funny basketball movies dating all the way back decades, although not all of them were critically acclaimed. They all accomplished the goal of having an audience in stitches. Um, so let's not waste any time. Let's go straight into the first one on the list tonight. Uh, which one do you guys want to take it? Uh, I got it. Uh, first up, we're going to talk about the 1996 movie Celtic Pride. Um, so, so this film didn't get a whole lot of positive reviews when it first came out, even though there's a lot of talent involved. Uh, it was written by Judge Apatow. Um, it stars Damon Wayans, Dan Aykroyd, Daniel Stern. Uh, there's can- countless cameos in it i mean it from bob Cousy to larry bird to bill walton to to deon sanders um you know and uh so the the premise behind this is there's there's these two diehard celtics fans uh played by dan Aykroyd, daniel stern they kidnap the star player of the opposing team the utah jazz um and that happens to be Damon Wayne's character. Uh, so they kidnap him to keep him from playing in game seven of the NBA finals. There's tons, tons of funny moments in it. I I really like this movie. Yeah, it, I was young when I seen it. Uh, I just thought it was hilarious. Uh, and and it, it's, it's, it's a weird, it, it, it's weird from the standpoint like, how the fuck did they get away with this? Like, how did people not know? But but it also lends itself to the fact that the the, the, the part of the movie was is that the character of Lewis Scott, who was played by Damon Wayans in, in the film, he was an obnoxious, arrogant, selfish player. The typical diva, you know, big superstar. I got the money. I got the girls. You know, no one can, no one can't tell me nothing. You know, he was a very, you know, a, you know, a bad teammate. You know, selfish with the ball, things of that nature. Um, and when when he didn't show up for practice, they were just like, oh hell, who knows what he's doing? We can't why, control him. Hold on, time out. Why why did you just describe James Harden? <laughs> I didn't think about. That. I thought he was describing Kyrie Irving. Mm. That's it. Ben Simmons. Anybody in the NBA these days that wants to get out of their contract because we're not winning and you ain't putting enough help around me. Leave Kevin Durant alone. (laughs) Shout out to Dame Lillard, man. He's a real one. Stay loyal. That man's true loyalty is his biggest issue. Mm. I I love a guy that's loyal, but 
he's the kind of guy that definitely needs to go somewhere else. He's loyal to a fault. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, that's what we used to watch back in the day, though. All our basketball players. Right. We really ever got, like, huge trades. Yeah. Or, like, uh, the, the trades that take place now, they didn't happen 20 did we ever ago. get? Did we even get super teams back in the day? I mean, we had that super teams that, I mean, back in the day, but, I mean, it wasn't. It, not they were as drafted much. together, not yeah. traded together. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the, the like, and, you know, and I had to have this. I mean, it was a revelation to me. You know, the uh, the Spurs teams from, you know, the, the Duncan, uh, Ginobili, Parker team was yeah, a dynasty. super team. Yeah, it was a dynasty. It was a super team. You know, even though it was a drafted super team, it was still a super team nonetheless. Um, I don't know won, what you could call that. The championship. A, I don't think you could call that a super team if they were drafted. But people called the Warriors a super team, and I and people gave me shit because I didn't feel like they were a super team. They just added one player. I mean, they added a fucking MVP All Star player. But yeah. still, they only added one player. Steph, Draymond, and Clay were already there. You yeah. know, they were just a big three, just like the Celtics. Yeah. Right. It, it but then if you look three. at Chicago, it became, it became a super team when when Durant went there. But does that mean? But, but see, but but again, like like that's what I'm saying. It would be different if they got the player. It'd be like Miami, for example. Bron went to Miami. Dwayne Wade was already there. Hey, let's go get Chris Bosh from uh, Toronto. You know. I mean, they were all friends, and they all were signed the same year. They planned that shit out years ago. Oh, of course they did. They obviously did. Nevertheless, um, uh, Rod, you said that you have uh, not seen this movie. No, um, I've never even heard of it until now. Yeah, so I'm not gonna. I'm not, I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, I mean, it came out in 96, and I've not seen it, so it's not really spoiling right. it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, I mean, it's, I was reading... it's, it's very It's odd. almost as old as me. Yeah, it's 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 odd to me that you haven't seen it. As, as huge of a, a Celtics fan as you are, um, and then knowing well, that I mean, you like Judd Apatow gotta, as well. I, I like some of his stuff. I mean, Heavyweights, uh, Knocked Up. Uh, did he do forty year old version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also did. Those are, those are about it. I oh, fuck that movie. It's garbage. I don't like it. <laughs> what movie? Like what, what, what movie? You talking garbage. About? What movie? King of, Stat- King of Staten Island. Oh, that Pete Davidson thing. Yeah, I mean that dude's not good at all. Like I don't understand the hype around him. He's not funny. Uh, I mean, the hype around him is that he's you know currently he, married to Kim Kardashian. He had hype way before no. that. That's that's I never I, heard I of him like it he, because of I didn't like it because he's of on Davidson. SNL for years. I don't I liked I, it. I, didn't, I don't care for SNL. I mean, I don't care for SNL. I don't watch SNL. Yeah, that much. Uh, I enjoyed it because of Marissa he's Tomei, Bill Burr, and Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi, Steve Buscemi is yeah, that dude that's is so man. underrated. The unsung hero of comedy. Mm-hmm. Boardwalk Empire was better than The Sopranos. Oh, whoa, hey, yo. I said oh, what I said. You, you, I mean, I heard what you said. It doesn't mean it's true. Oh no! So it's, you can try to you can try to true. speak it into existence. You it, can try to speak it into true. existence. Oh no, it's not. It's not true. <laughs> Y'all can try, but the they Sopranos. Look, the Sopranos was good, but the Sopranos was great. Uh, it showed how to make an actual longevity storyline. Nah, with gangsters. No, Boardwalk Empire was better. No. Have you actually ever watched Boardwalk Empire? Yes. Okay. Look, it's two against one. You you've lost. You were. Out I mean, the so. majority is not always right. 
the majority is right just this just time. A, just as to our uh presidential elections Whew. let's not let's not take <laughs> it to that level come on man let's not take it to le- let's not take it that way <laughs> mm. let's, stay, let's stay positive here this motherfucker hit right. the nail on the head <laughs> twice in a row yeah well with one statement nevertheless <laughs> uh are you really are you gonna watch this movie because it's not gonna fix and ruin it for you i mean i can still watch it you can ruin it for me it came out in 1996 it's a dead aqua comedy so i mean pretty sure they all feel resentment and guilt and then they let the guy go right well well, well, what happened was (laughs) best friends for life uh physical education teacher mike o'hara played by um daniel stern and plumber Jimmy Flaherty, played by Dan Aykroyd, are united by their love of Boston and its sports teams, especially the Celtics, who are playing their last season in the old Boston Garden. When the Celtics drop Game 6 in the, of the NBA Finals to the Utah Jazz, that right there tells you the movie's, you know, in a parallel universe. Um, setting up a deciding Game 7 in Boston, Mike and Jimmy find themselves depressed and hopeless on top of this, Mike has moved back into Jimmy's uh, place after his wife Carol, fed up with his unhealthy obsession with the Celtics, left him and took their son Tommy with her. Jimmy and Mike stumble upon the Jazz's selfish, arrogant shooting guard, Lewis Scott, at a Boston nightclub, hoping at first to get him so drunk that he'll be so hungover he won't be able to play Game 7. Mike and Jimmy pose as Utah Jazz fans. However, the pair get more and more bargained, get more than what they bargained for when the next morning they end up accidentally kidnapping him. Scott, after he wakes up uh, at Jim in Jimmy's apartment, the two decided to hold Scott until after the game, reasoning that if they are going to go to prison, they might as well help the Celtics win in the process. Thoughts so far? I mean, it sounds like a goofy Judd Apatow, Dan Aykroyd style movie. Yeah. 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 Scott derides them for being washed up losers and and, and, uh, incinerates uh, Mike is the only after him because he's jealous of Scott's fame and ability. Mike, on the other hand, berates Scott for his behavior on and off the court, including uh, starring in a campy Oscar Mayer hot dog commercial and skipping practices. Scott attempts to turn Jimmy against Aren't Mike, and when, of course, when it falls, escapes only to be fooled by the antagonist uh, Cabby and a local cop Kevin. Both are also Celtic fans. Ultimately, Mike uh, challenges Scott to a game of one-on-one basketball to pair to, and the pair is uh, incapacitated well before the final game is set to begin. Before he runs off, Scott presents a pair with a dilemma. They either root for him and the Jazz to win, or they will. he will turn them into the police. Mike uh, reconciles with his wife and son, knowing he might be going to prison. Jimmy says goodbye to his grandmother. At the game, the two convince each other, uh, convince the other Celtics fans that they are only pretending to root for the Jazz to jinx them. And then the first half of the game, the Celtics end up leading. And then Mike, who knows the Jazz are losing because Scott refuses to pass the ball, gives him a pep talk from the stands, and Utah closes the gap with one point with little over seven seconds to win to, to go. With one play left, the Jazz with the ball, Mike and Jimmy choose life over the Celtics, rooting for Utah, rushing the court after they win, approaching approached by Kevin, who earlier ignored his cries for help. 
Lewis denies that Mike and Jimmy committed the kidnapping at all, saving them from going to prison. A few months later, Mike has prompt promised his wife to never interfere with NBA Finals games ever again. Yet, when football season shows up, however, him and Jimmy sneak into Deion Sanders' hotel at 3 a.m. and presumably kidnap him. So they set up for a movie that was never going to happen. Pretty, Pretty much. Well. I think it was supposed to be Patriot Pride or the Patriot Way or something like that. <laughs> that sounds like some shit Bill Belichick would do, wouldn't it? Kidnap somebody? Of course. I don't think so. Nah. I think he just hired. I think he just hired serial killer. <laughs> put him at starting tight end, bro. Damn it! <laughs> oh god! Well, you knew it was coming. I, I'm not even shocked. <laughs> oh god! I don't know what the fuck uh, I'm gonna do with you, bro. <laughs> uh, there ain't nothing to do with him. You a fool for that one. Um, am I lying though? <sighs> let's see. Yes. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> Yeah, I better be quiet before I ended up uh, in a box somewhere. Yeah. That being said, let's move on uh, to the next one. You want to take this one, Roger, or you want me to get it? You can go ahead and get it. All right. The next one we're going to talk about is from 1994, and it's called The Air Up There. It can be pretty difficult to pinpoint The Air Up There as a straight-up comedy as it's not flat-out funny. It's got some moments. Oh, yeah. It's got its moments. It may not split your sides, but there are still a lot of fun to be had. The story follows a college basketball assistant coach who, who heads to Kenya in search of a new prospect for his team. A The player named Sala, I want to say that's how it's pronounced, uh, forms, so. forms an entertaining bond with the coach, Jimmy Dolan. The plot co- uh, comes down to one game with everything on the line in dramatic fashion, although not over-the-top hilarious. It's hard not to enjoy the chemistry between Kevin Bacon and Charles uh, Jatanga Mana. Mina. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, everybody. I, you know, we don't speak uh, the African dialect like that. I, I'm not good at it. I apologize. Uh, did you did, have either one of you guys seen the air up there? Yes. It's been a minute since I've seen it, but yeah, I've seen it. Yes. What about you? Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. Oh, we were Alan. Mm-mm. You haven't seen the air up there? If I did, it was in passing, and I don't remember it. It's a really good movie. Yeah, it's uh, funny. I've seen that. I mean, I've seen the cover art for it. Yeah, there's a joke in it that everybody, like, I forget because I'm thinking about it. But there's a joke in it that, like, every time I hear somebody, like, say, I just fucking bust out laughing because that, that part of the movie is so funny. But I just can't remember now because I'm thinking about it. Of course. Almost fucking stupid things that we do the way it always works yeah so apparently uh, Jimmy is a college basketball assistant who is trying to find the next big star Uh, he sees a home video of Sala and he travels to Kenya to recruit him upon arriving Dolan finds himself confronted not only with the challenges of basketball but also the challenge of adjusting to learning how to live amongst this brand new culture uh, though Dolan is initially opposed to Sala's father, who is also a leader of the tribe, uh, he later agrees to let his son play. Dolan and Sala teach each other life lessons before they take the court one for one final game. Uh, one of the most dramatic scenes in the fi- in the films uh, in the film revolves the instruction of Sala by Dolan regarding the Jimmy Dolan shake and bake. Okay, is that a okay? That might be a reference to something else. 
so you thought it was pretty. So you guys think it was pretty good, a pretty good movie. Oh yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I have it, to, I'll have to check it out. It's one of those movies that you can watch a few times uh, and still enjoy it. Okay, I have yeah. to, I'll, ch- I'll check it out. Look at see if yes. I don't know if it's actually on something or not. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure I can find it somewhere. Well, it's a Disney movie. Would it be on Disney Plus? It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Dope. Then we'll have to go with that one. All right. That being said, let's move on to the next one. You got it, Raj. Yes. The next one is actually probably one of my favorite sports movies in general. Uh, we have the 1997. Wayne's brother classic, The Sixth Man. Um, it's not often that supernatural elements are included in sports movies, especially in the realm of comedy. However, The Sixth Man did just that with a pretty unique storyline. Everything starts on a sad note as uh, Antoine Tyler, played by Kadeem uh, Hardison, dies from a heart attack after dunking. Um, his brother Kenny, played by Marlon Wayne's, goes on to continue his career without his brother, or so he thinks. Soon, uh, Antoine's ghost begins interfering in games, helping Kenny and their old team win. While there are emotional moments throughout, it's mostly full of comedy. Um, yes, it does have a lot of comedy, but it's actually a really serious movie. It, yeah, it, it is. is. It was, uh, yeah. It go was, ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Now, it was one of those, like, I remember, I just remember that final scene, um, and not to spoil the movie for anybody, I just remember the, um, the final scene you know where the team wins and everything and uh i remember he always antoine just in the stands looking at uh kenny and they always had the mantra a and k all the way because they were like the the duo you know what i mean uh and it was always that thing growing up with them uh and it was i mean it was a like there was parts in it to where you're just like no what do you like 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 that wasn't wasn't supposed to happen He, he wasn't supposed to die you know and uh, it, it it's a it's it's a lot to do with family. It's a lot to do with it's grief. Know, yeah, grief. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, losing literally losing your your best friend, his brother, best friend, like it's everything. Like it's yeah. so. And I mean, spoiler alert came out fucking ninety seven. But the moment where he tells Antoine that he he can do it without him, yeah, boy, bruh. boy, kills, dude. Yeah, <laughs> makes me every time I'm like, nah, man, uh, don't don't make him go, don't make him go right sadness yeah man that was that that was one of those movies man that it no, was funny because there was that one part where it's like uh marlon is going back and forth like his feet are standing still but he's just going on the opposite side just going back and forth like that was the part that i thought was really hilarious and, I, and he was just like what the hell is he doing i don't know what is he doing you know but um, um there's also um, the moment where they're all like uh, Antoine's like interfering in one of the game, and he turns himself into the basketball and trips dudes out and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, man. I mean, it does have its comedy moments because I mean, it's trying to use basketball as a uh, tool to get people to understand grief and stuff like that. And like how like it can have anybody and have different ways to deal with it or anything, but it, I mean, it's definitely got a super sad moments. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it oh was, yeah. It was definitely. It'll like, hit you right in the feels. Oh lord. In it, but 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 it, but in but in the nice way. In 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 the good like. It's sad, but it's almost like, especially at the very end, where you know he. It looks like because Antoine says Antoine goes off into the distance under an array of light, leading. He's like, okay, this was my purpose to stay here. Now I have to go, you know, to the other side. You know, you you'll be with me soon or whatever. You know, um, you know, and that that I think because it was it was grief, but then it was also closure at the same time. And it was like Antoine was there to see Kenny win. You know, yeah, you know, and. Antoine was like, hey, you, you know, you're going to have to, you know, it says Antoine tries to help, but Kenny tells him not to, and then making the shot on his own and then winning the game, you know, that, that moment where it was like, it, it was like, cause Kenny, cause Kenny was the older, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Antoine was the older brother. Yeah. So with Antoine being the older brother, he almost, he, it, it, it was always like he was you know, like my brother's keeper in a sense. You know what I mean? Like he was, well, Anton was the older brother and also the better player. Right. Yeah. Um, so to, so for Kenny to, for Antoine to be like, I, I won't interfere, you know, and then for Kenny to make that shot, you know, to where it's not like, I mean, no one else would know, but Kenny, you know, that he made the shot on his own, you know, even though, Antoine was helping him throughout this whole thing, you know. Also, um, uh, for people that haven't watched it, they they're also a college basketball team, so it's not even like they're they're still portraying that like they're still young people dealing with grief as opposed to being you know, a pro, like in a quote unquote people would see as an adult learning yeah. how to deal with grief. Right, the University of uh, Washington Huskies. Yep, the Huskies. Name. Yep. And, and that purple color was cool. Anyway. Um, that being said, though, let's move on to the next one on the list. Uh, Chip, go ahead. You got the next one? I do. Next up, we are going to talk about the uh, 2005 movie, Rebound. Um, now, I will say this is a movie that I have not seen. Uh, I saw but- it once. I'm going to add it to the list. <clears throat> I did find out something about this that um, is, is pretty sad. Um, so anyway, there are iconic sports movies centered on kids for hockey. The Mighty Ducks. Yeah, the Mighty baseball. Ducks, yeah. The Sandlot. Sandlot. And mm-hmm. football. Little Giants. Little Giants. However, Yay. basketball seems to be missing from that equation. There was an attempt to change that with Rebound, starring Martin Lawrence. Uh, It follows a similar story to the Mighty Ducks as a once prominent college coach, Martin Lawrence, is sent to lead a middle school basketball team. The group of kids makes this fun as they're a ragtag team who is hopeless until they bond with their coach and become a championship caliber squad. Um... Now, I feel like there's uh, a lot of, I feel like there's a lot more baseball games for center like around for kids than there are any other sport though. Oh yeah. Really oh, look, Bad News Bears. Yeah. 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 Sandlot. Sandlot. I mean, technically, Field of Dreams, but they're 
I guess there are yeah. adults in that one. Right. Uh, now, what I didn't know until just recently is the the little girl who plays Big Mac in uh, this movie, Tara Correa. Uh, she actually three months uh, after, or th- yeah, three months after the movie premiered. Uh, she was actually um, gunned down in a uh, gang-related shooting. She mm. was, yeah, this was in early 05. Uh, she was 16 years old, and uh, she had be begun dating a gang member, and it doesn't say who, of course. That was 26. Um, and uh, it says, on the evening of October 21st, 2005, she was shot to death by a rival gang member, gang member Damian Watts. Uh, she was actually outside of her own apartment trying to run inside for, state, for safety. Um, two other people were shot in the incident, and uh, but they, they survived. Um, so this, this movie, unfortunately, was her only movie role ever damn yeah that's crazy yeah and the only thing the only other thing she did besides this movie was a uh, American legal TV show called Judge and Amy yep I think she only, she only did one episode there that's sad man so uh, I know we're supposed to be talking comedy but I thought that was uh, something that was yeah, pretty important, right? Right, absolutely. Rest in peace. Um, so, uh, Roger, you said you've seen this movie, right? Yeah. Um, have you seen it, Talon? I uh, have not. I mean, I've seen the trailer for it, but that was years yeah. and years and years ago. Uh, how was it, Roger? Cap. Eh, it was alright. It's just. Uh... I mean, it's one of those times where Martin Lawrence was doing like any kind of comedy because he needed money, so it's like phoned in for the most part. Damn, I'm not lying. Okay. Well, he also plays a double so role in this movie too, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think yeah. he plays uh, a bad version of himself. Yeah. <laughs> coach, and then Coach Roy, and then uh, Preacher Don. Yeah. Uh, Damn, Cat Williams was in that movie too. Yeah, well, it's two thousand five. Everybody thought Cat Williams was the the, the yeah, best comedian in the world. Damn, he ain't been doing. He he don't really be doing much these days. Last thing he did was uh, Bad Boys for Life in twenty twenty. Well, after who, who, Martin Lawrence? Yeah. Yeah, he retired. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. he he only came back to do that project to finish it off. They make another one. He's not gonna be in it. Well, hold on. There's another. There's an upcoming American thriller directed by uh, uh, Mauro Borelli, starring Martin Lawrence, Melissa Rotberg, and John Malkovich. It's called Mind Cage, and uh, (laughs) Martin Lawrence is scheduled to be in that. It doesn't give a date for. It doesn't give a date for that. but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just a whole bunch of just 
just different comedy, just back to back to back. He did, of course, Bad Boys in 95, um, Nothing to Lose, Life, Blue Streak, Big Mama's Black House. Black Huh? Black Knight. Black Knight, yeah, Black Knight was 2001. Then uh, he did he did his live run to that. Um, then it was National Security, Bad Boys 2. Then he did Rebound, Big Mama's House 2, uh, Open Season. Then he did you Wild do- Hogs. When was Blue Steel? Blue Steel was 99. Okay. You yeah. mean Blue Streak? Blue Streak. I'm Blue sorry. Streak, I, yeah, I, said yeah. Steel. Yeah. I said Steel. Okay. Ow, son of a bitch. I hit my damn elbow on the printer again. Oh. Anyway. But. Okay. Hey, that being said, uh, let's move on to the next one on the list. The next one from 1996 is the movie Eddie. Uh, another aspect that basketball movies don't usually focus on is the role of women uh, play in it. Eddie did that, but sees a coach at heart of the story and not a player. Uh, Edwina, uh, Eddie Franklin played by Whoopi Goldberg, is a lifelong New York Knicks fan who ends up as the team's head coach. It's a far-fetched story since this wouldn't happen in real life, but it's made fun by Goldberg's comedic talent and the way her character runs the team. She gets the most out of the least talented players and turns the ones with biggest egos into team players willing to sacrifice for the better of betterment of the franchise. Uh, did you guys enjoy the movie, Eddie? I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I I don't remember watching it. I probably didn't. Eddie was uh, it it was a really really good movie. I liked it. Um, but yeah, because at that time Whoopi Goldberg was, I mean, she was like, ah, she, was she right off the heels of Sister Act in in that time, or was Sister Act in the in the, in the early early nineties? I, I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think personally, I, I think probably her her best um, role was in Sister Act. Sister Act 2? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I liked her in this movie. I thought it was very, very, very interesting dynamic. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, also, uh, Frank uh, uh, Lang- Langella is also in the movie. He plays uh, Wild Bill Burgess. Uh, Dennis uh, Farida, Farina, I'm sorry. Uh, Lucianne Walters. John Sally's in the movie. Mark Jackson's in the movie. Uh, Malik Sa- Malik Seeley's in the movie. Rick Fox. Well, they should be the actual Knicks team. Yeah. Well, I mean... I mean, they made they. I mean, they made it real true to life. There was, you know, players from several NBA teams played major roles in the movie. Uh, Alex English as the Cleveland Cavaliers coach, Darius Stranisis. I don't know. I can't pronounce that name. Greg Ostertag, Rick Fox, Dennis Rodman, Muggsy Bowes, Vinny Del Negro, uh, Vladi Divac, Bobby Fields, J.R. Reed, Terrell uh, Brandon, Brad Doherty, Mitch Richards. Uh, I'm sorry, Mitch Richmond, Avery Johnson, Corey Blunt, 
uh, Larry Johnson, Randy Brown, Odin Polonese, I won't say how it's pronounced, and Scott Burrell all played themselves. Gary Payton, Anthony Mason, Herb Williams, and John Starks appeared as street ballers. Kurt Rambis, that motherfucker, appeared as the head coach for the Lakers. That, that still is a possibility of happening in the year 2022. Um, Chris Berman, Marv Alberts, and Walt Frazier also appear in the movie as broadcasters. Uh, also, uh, Rudy Giuliani, Ed Cook, Donald Trump, Fabio, and David Letterman also make appearances. Gene Anthony Ray, who played Leroy in the in both Fame, the series, and the 1980 movie, is also uh, an associate uh, choreographer in the movie. So, I mean, basically, it's it's about this fan basically calling into a radio station and talking shit talking shit to the new owner. And basically, it's a during the it's during a halftime game. Eddie is one of the three people picked to be the honorary assistant coach in the next second half of that game if they could sink a free throw. So, you know, she gets, you know, she hits the free throw and she heckles um, the coach, John Bailey, played by Dennis uh, uh, Farina. Eddie is eventually charged with a technical foul for stepping onto the court during an argument. Uh, and apparently, because she caused such a ruckus, the new owner of the team, Wild Bill Burgess, said, I'm a fire Bailey. I'm going to make Eddie my new head coach. What reality is is, is that going to is that going to take in? It's you know a, it I mean? sounds like some, it sounds like something the Knicks would do. It yeah, sounds like right. something to do. No, it definitely right. sounds like something they would do. Yeah. No, no well, cap on that one. Right. I I remember very very very. I remember this like he was like, "You want to play for her?" He's like, "Man, the, the assistant coach was like." Hold on a minute. I can't do this. He goes, I hate to lose you too. He's like, I mean, I was just asking. And then, um, who was it? Stacy Pat. Uh, yeah, uh, Malik Silly, who played Stacy Pat. He goes, Stacy Pat. And he, the, the dude always referred to himself in third person. He was like, Stacy Pat ain't playing for no woman. He goes, How much does Stacy Pat lose if, if Stacy Pat doesn't play? Uh, let's see. That is uh, $72,000. $72,000. Mm. Anybody else's ass not playing tonight? And then uh, they had the one guy. He was he was he was a uh, he was Serbian. I can't remember his name in the movie, but he's like Ivan make basket. And he goes, well then Ivan make money. One of the funniest parts of that whole movie was when the the Bosnian guy or the Serbian guy, whatever he was, he was they were teaching him hooked on phonics. But the words that he was learning to say was eliminate salary cap. Union lockout, like it was. I don't know. It was, like I didn't get it at the time, but going back and watching it later, I was like, "Oh, so he was." They were doing union demands, and they were teaching him hooked on phonics by giving them union demands. Like I don't know that part. Just you, you learn later on. It's like, oh, okay, that's what that. <laughs> and uh, then the whole. Then later on, obviously, they get to the championship, and then Burgess tells. Uh, will be oh if when the Knicks win I'm gonna move the team to St. Louis and then that caused an uproar um Whoopi Goldberg storms the court a lot of people uh with the face of the possibility of the Knicks losing the game because of forfeit because because they halted the game pretty much hijacked the arena and stuff uh Burgess promises the crowd that he won't sell the team and he and you know, keep him in New York or whatever. And then the Hornets go for the last minute shot and 
you know, Larry Johnson got, got the uh, charge penalty on him, and then the Knicks win. Yay, he did it. So, but, it's weird. I remember a lot about that movie. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you definitely do. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever been that deep into a sports movie to know it like that. Well, I mean. Well, maybe Friday Night Lights. I mean, I, mean, I, watch, I, I, I watched a lot when I was um, growing up. I mean, I watched this. I watched uh, Celtic Pride. Uh, there was another one. Uh, I can't remember. I want to say it was Little Giant. Uh, I watched Little Giants. That was another good one. Sandlot. Um, but, yeah. Bad News Bears. The, the old Bad News Bears with uh, Walter Matthau. Not the new one with Billy Bob. Um, you got I only knew with Billy Bob was that one. No. Okay. I'm just wondering. Wait, what? <laughs> when I, when I was a kid, that the movie with Billy with the Bad News Bears with Billy Bob wasn't out yet. It wasn't it wasn't remade yet. It was when I was a kid. Well, then again, well, yeah, true. What were you like three? We came in like the two thousands. That's what I'm saying. Like three. <laughs> I mean, I was three in the two thousand. He's like sixty years old now. Yeah. Well. I try. <laughs> that being said, though, let's move on to the very next one. You got it? Roger? Yes. Um, number four, the next one on the list is 2002. Amazing. Greatest performance ever in a movie Son of a by a rapper like Mike. <laughs> oh, uh, we all know the best performance by a rapper in the movies with Ice and Ninja Turtles. Um, go Ninja, go Ninja, go, go Ninja. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I can't disagree. <laughs> I, I know it ain't the same. I know it ain't in the same vein, but I, it's in my head now. I gotta sing it. Say goodbye. Say goodbye to Hollywood. Hollywood. All right, so there's. There's just something fun about the premise of Like Mike. In it, a young orphan, uh, little Bowie Wowie, stumbles upon a pair of old sneakers that originally belonged to Michael Jordan. Don't even know how that's possible. Um, Somehow, these kick grant him magical abilities that gift him Jordan's talent on the court. So you're telling me this Uh, is science fiction? uh, This is fucking interdimensional interdimensional multiverse kind of shit because it don't make no sense. <laughs> Especially when Little Bow was trying to look like Alan Iverson. Um, so Calvin Cambridge ride these skills all the way to the NBA. It's pretty hilarious to watch a kid play against NBA players, especially since real stars like Jason Kidd, Derek, Vince Carter, and Alan Iverson all appear in games alongside him and he would have gotten washed. Off the fucking rip. Yes, he would. <laughs> Just because he had an old beat up pair of Jordans. Old beat up pair of Jordans. They even beat a pair of Jordans. I bet, I they, bet were they were the Jordans. team Jordans. Were they the team Jordans? They were like before Jordans, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think so. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about this movie because it was not. I mean, it's good as a kid, but that, that shit was terrible when I rewatched it recently. 
I I I honestly never seen it to be honest with you. Cause it has um, what's the old boy? Uh, not Bo- Morris Chestnut. Who's the one that's in it with him? Um, uh, hold on. Was it was it not Morris Chestnut? Uh, yeah, Morris Chestnut. Yeah, Morris Chestnut's in it. Uh, was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's supposed to be his. The guy that doesn't like him and then becomes his friend later. Tracy on. Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's got Eugene Levy oh, in it too. Yeah, I only watched the first one. I didn't watch the Kevin Durant one because I bet that was garbage. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. watch it either. Wait, there's a second one called Street Ball. What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know there was a ne- there's another one. Yeah, like Mike too. Street Ball. Mm. What the fuck is the? Kevin Durant called. Oh, Thunderstruck, I think that one is. Yeah, Thunderstruck, 2012. Kevin Durant. Mm. It's got Jim Belushi in it. Uh, The the second, like, Mike, Cat Williams in it. No, it doesn't. Why? No, it doesn't. It's a a different... uh, It's a different... It's got Kel Mitchell. Yeah. Who loves our soda? It's got Adrian Holmes. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, the uh Clyde Clyde Drexler's in it. It's on Disney Plus. I'm gonna have to watch this. What the fuck? I've never seen this. It's got Mark Cuban in it too. I think he's in the first one too, because of them when he played against the uh, Mavs. Alright, what's the premise? Jerome Jr. wants nothing more to be a basketball star just like his dad. It's when Triple J. Shoes... You better get it right. Triple J. Is it? Oh, mm-hmm. Jerome Jenkins Jr.? Okay, my fault. Um, he he finds a pair of shoes that belong to Michael Jordan. Does Jordan just leave his shoes out everywhere? That's he what was. I'm saying. He suddenly gains amazing skills that allow him to slam dunk his way to be a street baller. First of all, we know... When you playing street ball, you ain't dunk, and all you got, all you, and all you can do is dunk. You getting fucking washed, right? Professor is gonna cross you, man. Sean Sean Inches Jackson just gonna yeah. Oh, going to, you know, hot, garbage. Hot sauce. Uh, what's that? Hot sauce. Get the Malou. There's a, there a couple of other ones. I'm trying to remember them off. Cadillac. Of Cadillac. Professor. There's a couple other ones. It's been so long since I've watched the M1 mixtape. So there's a movie called Boogie that came out last year. Uh, It's on HBO Max. But it's about uh, Alfred Chen, the basketball phenom that lives in Queens. He's one day playing in the Bay, but his parents pressure him to focus on earning a scholarship to elite college. So Boogie must find a way to navigate a new girlfriend, high school, on-court robberies, and the burden of expectations. It's actually apparently rated pretty well. I mean, it's about 50-ish, but on average overall. I don't know to give that one a watch. I actually remember seeing the trailer for this movie. I didn't know it actually got made. Hmm. Huh. And what, I was just looking at all, all these basketball movies, and since this one's supposed to be a comedy one, why is, uh... Why send my pro not on this? Uh, well, I, I or why is Jawana Man not on here? Why is Slam Dunk Ernest not on this? We all know Ernest was the greatest of all time movies. I'm just saying. Yeah, anyway, Jawana Man. Uh, we'll, we'll move on from uh, like Mike to uh, 
another movie Thanks. that I ironically Thanks. haven't seen, uh, and I, I don't know why I haven't seen this movie, but next up we're going to talk about 2018's Uncle Drew. Uh, so this is the most recent entry on, on this list, uh, and it, it started with a simple series of internet ads done by Pepsi. They saw NBA All-Star Kyrie Irvin disguised as an old man calling himself Uncle Drew playing against and dominating much younger guys on the basketball court. Well, that led to a film starring Kyrie Irvin, uh, but he was joined by Shaq, Nate Robinson, Reggie Miller, and Chris Webber, who also all played old men. Uh, Lisa Leslie, Nick Kroll, Aaron Gordon, and Lil Rel Howery are all in the supporting act, uh, the supporting cast as well. Um, it also has uh, Mike Epps and Tiffany Haddish in it. JB Smooth. The dude is hilarious. He is funny. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen this. I haven't either. I didn't want to watch it. Even though I liked the Uncle Drew commercials, I just definitely was not going to fucking watch a movie based upon Pepsi ads. Yeah. I have more respect for myself than that. Yeah. I wonder if it's streaming anywhere. Yeah. Um, it would like the budget for the movie was eighteen million, and they ended up making like forty six point seven at the box office. I wonder if Pepsi paid for it. They might uh, have. Some Entertainment, Temple Hill Entertainment, Pepsi Productions, and it was distributed by Lionsgate. Looks like it oh, might yeah. be on HBO Max. Oh, it is on HBO Max. Sorry, I should probably told you that. Yeah. So, uh, I, I might. I, mean, I might give it a watch. Um, uh, I won't. You, you can tell us how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I will. I'll, I'll give it a. I'll give it a watch. Why not? I mean, I mean, I'm <laughs> not gonna. I wasn't going to the theaters and paying for it, but if I ain't got nothing else to watch, I might throw it on. Well, if you don't have anything else to watch, why don't you give something a listen on Audible? You know, for those people out there, y'all hearing us, we're going to keep telling you. AudibleTrial.com forward slash movement radio. Y'all can get a free book in 30 days. Without having to pay. Oof. Oof. That's right. Free 30 days and a free book. And guess what? You can listen to other stuff besides books. There's comics. Podcasts. Uh, I mean, there's audio dramas. I don't know. Is there anything else that is on there besides those? I mean, uh, I don't think there's I music. Don't, I, don't, I don't think there's music. It's just audiobooks, podcasts, uh, comics, uh, audio dramas. They should put like a stand-up on there. That'd be pretty cool. Yep. So go to um, audibletrial.com forward slash movement radio to get your 30 days free 
a free audiobook and for those people that are already Amazon Prime members you get two free audiobooks you can't beat that nope audibletrial.com forward slash movement radio go give it a listen yes so let's move on to the very next one on the list the next one on the list is Teen Wolf from 1985 following the newest movie on the list to the oldest movie on this list Teen Wolf is something of a classic from the 80s as even if the reviews weren't overtly, overwhelmingly positive at the time, it has gone on to become an iconic pop culture staple that even led to a dramatic television series. Still, there's something about the original that cannot be topped. Michael J. Fox is both outstanding and charming as Scott Howard, a teenager sick of being average. He transforms into a werewolf and hilariously uses that to become a better basketball player. Um, I, I watched Teen Wolf when I was really young. I don't remember it because I've not watched it probably since I was like eight. I didn't even know Teen Wolf was about the about a basketball game. Like, yeah, yeah. Isn't that what the big final scene is? Him playing yeah. basketball big, as yeah, a big, wolf. The, the big final scene is him. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been it's been forever and a day since I've seen it, and I was I don't know I was I was young when I seen it. I was like six, I think. It shows you. I mean, the movie came out in '85. I was born in '86. Didn't watch it till much, much later. So, you well, know, 1886. No, 19. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I did see the. I did see the. the uh, I did see the first season of the uh, TV show Teen Wolf. That I really didn't... had nothing to do with that at all. Right. That TV series is actually really good. It gets better as it goes along. Right. It does it. Yeah. Yeah. They actually, they actually have great character development throughout that show. And the uh, the the uh, the uh, the guy who plays uh, the Teen Wolf in this particular, uh, who who plays uh, Scott McCall in the series, Tyler Posey. He uh, he has the same birthday I do, October eighteenth. Thought that was pretty cool. Nineteen eighty six. Uh, October 18th, but he was born in 91. Oh. So, so, same date, just not, just obviously a different year. Which is, okay, 2011, so he would be 20 in high school? Well, okay. <laughs> and you, they always get older people to they play high older, school. People. Yeah, the older, yeah, they always pick the older kids to play high school. I mean, the grassy worked when it was a bunch of teenagers. I don't know why they they couldn't do it here in the states. Aubrey Graham in the wheelchair, Drake. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, wheelchair Jimmy. Drake. Sorry. All right. Um, we can move on to the next one. Yep. You're. I don't know why I do. I just want to know why I keep kayfabing me on these uh, pictures I'm sending you. <laughs> Because we're trying to record a podcast. <laughs> this man over here trying to make us laugh while we try to talk about something serious. 
<laughs> that man. <laughs> we talking about basketball, I... not Sammy Sosa. Yeah, that'll be the next episode. Oh. Dude, that one, Sammy Sosa presents. Yes, I'm the real Sammy Sosa, and this is my album. <laughs> Looking like it, looking like he just stepped out of Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Nah, <laughs> yeah, a little sweat on. No, nah, bro, that's the real Bill Cosby right there. Ooh. Whoa, hey, whoa! <laughs> it's Sammy Huxtable. <laughs> but uh, all right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, I can't believe this is actually number two on the list. Uh, I know. I don't. I eh, eh, mm. I don't know. It's it, it, number number one and two is really toss-up so number two on the list is Space Jam the 1996 hit classic Um, and it seems like everyone has been talking about Space Jam lately probably because the the sequel that came out that was definitely not well received not well received um the first movie was released at the perfect time with the Looney Tunes still being pretty popular Mike Jordan in the midst of one of his retirements. Yeah, he literally retired, went into Space Jam, played baseball, did bad at it, and then came yeah. back and won three more championships. Um, rise the bus. Yeah, that's just won three more championships. Yeah. Uh, so Jordan stars as someone who the Looney Tunes bring into their world to compete in the basketball games against the Monstars. A group of aliens who stole talent from some NBA's best players, uh, including uh, Patrick Ewing, Muggsy Bogues. Oh, shit. Who's the other child? I trying to remember off the top of my head. Was it Peja? No, it wasn't Peja. Lottie. And. Fuck, who is it? Wait, is it Charles Barkley? About- Charles Barkley? We talked about uh, the. Yeah. The five. The monster. The monsters. It was, it was Muggsy Bogues. Larry Johnson, Larry Johnson, Patrick, Stereo, Stereo. Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, Sean Bradley, Sean Bradley. Oh yeah, the big that big fuck. He's one. Yeah, hey little pig. Boo. Did you guys ever see that? On that same note too, did you guys ever see the? Uh, it was a cartoon render of uh, the uh, Golden State Warriors, and it was it was Draymond Clay. Uh, Steph, KD, and I want to say that was when uh, Boogie Cousins was playing with them, and they were actually matter of fact. Hold on, I'll I'll send it to y'all. I, I got it somewhere on my computer here. Hang on. No, but uh, did did you guys know that there's um a third Space Jam being talked about right now? Why? Why? Oh no no no! Now I'm, let me read you the premise. It's a third Space Jam film starring Dwayne Johnson and it's going to focus on wrestling instead of basketball. So it can't be Space Jam. It's Wrestle Jam. No, it can't can't be Wrestle Jam either. Yeah, I mean, it It can be Space Jam. I mean, it can be. They don't... Yeah, it'd be be fun. here, Here it is. There it is. Yeah, it's supposed to be Boogie, KD, Steph, Clay, and Draymond right there. Okay. 
So Boogie, Durant, Draymond, Clay, and Steph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. It's actually pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. That was supposed to be the uh uh and then they I mean they did a couple of other ones, uh, but the the couple of the other ones are also kind of stupid. Um But anyway. <sighs> so but yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, obviously, I think we can. I, I think we all enjoyed the, uh, the Space Jam movie from uh, nineteen ninety six. Obviously, uh, such um, a good movie. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. Like Looney Tunes were back in the nineties. Looney Tunes were still a big, were still popular. That's, that's when know? they were good. I yeah, mean, that's when you could uh, you could thank Brenda Fraser for that. Go to a Looney Tunes back in action. Mm-hmm. Nah, Space Jam came out before that movie did. I know it was a joke. Oh, sorry. I was wasn't privy to it. I apologize. That's why I said back in action. Oh. But no, the Looney Tunes. I mean, Looney Tunes are still running pretty strong. Nah, they're on HBO, but I mean, they're still running pretty strong here and there. Yeah, well, I mean, Cartoon not... Network does new Looney Tunes, but I mean, it just it just ain't the same. Not as because they're not as violent. Opinion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not as violent and. Not as racist, not as sexist, you know, the good stuff. Yeah. If Bugs Bunny can't wear a dress, it's like, you know. If you can't fool Elmer Fudd by, by being a cross-dresser, yeah. it, ain't, it ain't worth it. Yeah, If you Elmer can't Fudd fool can't Elmer take... Fudd into shooting Daffy Duck's bill off. Right. And then, damn, Bugs Bunny taking a shit ton of sleeping pills to go into one of Elmer Fudd's dreams. It's like, oh, because I always wondered why, because it's like, hey, I better look into this. And then the screen would go black for like a second, and then it would fade into Bugs Bunny sleeping. And I'm like, wait, why did it do that? And then you watch the original, and you're like, oh, because he took a bottle full of sleeping pills. Yeah, you don't want your kid to do that. <laughs> Not a bottle full, just, you know, four or five. No, I, no, he he, he, he <laughs> chunked a bottle of sleeping pills. Hey, you know, so he said he was on that lean. Need the yeah. McLean. That promethazine. I got that drink, that purple drink. Anyway, all right. But yeah, all right. Uh, any last thoughts about Space Jam? Um, I mean, go watch it. It's pretty. It's still pretty great. He still holds up. I believe I can fly. I'm sorry. Whoa, uh, hey, whoa, hey, whoa. whoa. We don't, we don't, we don't bring that man up. I didn't say shit about the man. I sang the song. Uh, who's the same about? Well, technically, anybody can sing it. <laughs> I'm singing words. I ain't singing the man's name. Oh, that reminds me, I got to pee. Um, oh, here was that drip drip. <laughs> uh, you you got to get that, uh, that, that Quad City DJ Space Jam song. Everybody get up. It's time to slam, slam now. We got a real jam going now. Welcome to the state. Nah, hit him with that Coolio. I hit him high, hit him high, hit him high. It was actually a pretty good uh, soundtrack, that, too. That soundtrack was good. Because it was an urban soundtrack. As the white producer would say. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah. There's, there's something about that. Damn, um, uh... All for One had the song I Turned to You, which was on that out, which was on the Space Jam... And then, damn, like, 
two, three years later, damn, Christina Aguilera sings the exact same song. And it's like, oh my God, she's so inspirational that she wrote that song. She didn't write the fucking song. It was sung back in 1996. You stupid people. What are you talking about? Look up the Space Look up the Space Jam soundtrack. Okay. Uh, oh man, let me. <laughs> What's the name of the song? Make sure that I'm not fucking shit up either. Uh, the song is called uh, I Turn to You by All for One. Uh, the song was recorded uh, for the Space Jam album in 1996. Uh, and then it says, very li- uh, is that the, the band All for One gets very little recognition. Um, and they, they and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, the guys that wrote the song, uh, didn't get recognition for the song until Christina Aguilera uh, recorded the song and made it a, and made it a part of her record. And they're like, "Ah, oh, well, you know, Christina Aguilera's version was better, so that well, at least that's what the public perception was." And because she was a much bigger artist at the time, uh, in nineteen. Uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, in uh, the year 2000 then All For One was, they contribute all the credit to her. So, but it is what it is. That's the music industry. I wouldn't have known that because I didn't listen to the song by Christina Aguilera. I got, there's little nuggets of trivia in my head. You know, again, king of useless knowledge here. I mean, we all have useless trivia knowledge. Yep. All right. Now on to the last movie uh, of the evening. We are going to talk about 1993's White Men Can't Jump. Nope. So <laughs> not only true. that is not true, but not only is White Men Can't Jump the funniest basketball movie ever made, arguably, uh, but it is also in the conversation for the best basketball movie ever arguably Ooh, Ooh, uh, I, I, I know I, I know I, I, I'm I, adding I'm adding the caveat of arguably to it uh, uh, now it takes things to a smaller scale than the pros because it focuses on a pair of ballers who hustle others in street games for money uh, Billy Hoyle played by Woody Harrelson is a former college player who looks like he isn't any good at basketball and he uses that to trick his opponents. He partners up with Sidney Dean played by Wesley Snipes uh, a talented player who Billy previously hustled and then they embark on both dramatic and funny games. Uh, y'all, y'all both seen this, right? Yep, it's on yep. Paramount. I'm actually about to watch it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go downstairs and put it on when I get done when we get done recording. I I'll watch it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, now there is a uh, a remake of this movie coming out uh, that will star Blake Griffin uh, and. Uh, is this for real? Yes. What? This is definitely for real. Uh, yeah. It's it, it's gonna star NBA star. Blake Griffin and rapper Jack Harlow with in, with NFL player Ryan uh, Khalil producing the movie. Yeah. 
It's weird because it's saying it's a 20th Century Studio, which is a Fox production, but it would mean it would be a Disney production, but it's not a Disney production. No, it's because well, you got to remember in 1992, 21st cent, 20th Century Fox wasn't a Disney uh, company yet, right? I'm talking about the the new one, the remake. Oh, the remake. I don't know. They're remaking House Party also? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, man. Why they gotta remake these classics? You know what I don't see being remade, though? Weekend at Bernie's. Bueller. Ernest. I don't Bueller. care about Bueller like that. Who you gonna get to play Ernest? Uh, John Who Cena? could do Ernest? He looks like Ernest. Just buff. He looks like Jim... So, so, so replace Jim Varney... With John Cena, <laughs> yes. So, 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 what would it be? Ernest gets steroids. Like, how would that work? <laughs> Ernest is known for being this, you know. I, 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 I mean, if it can, if you, if, if if anybody can make it happen, maybe Cena can make it happen. But I, uh, I'll have to see it to believe it. Well, you're about to see it here in a second. Okay. There you go. No, yep, 100%. You're fucking kidding me. Nope, not at what all. What the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> like I said, it's John a personal universe. Like I said, John Cena. No way. Yes way. It's happening. <laughs> Make it happen. I want it to happen. <laughs> that might be the thumbnail for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be <laughs> and you at least make it slam dunk Ernest. Yeah, I know, right? I'm just saying that might be the thumbnail for this episode. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. God, they're making a John Wick four. Fuck. Why? There's only been three of them. You, he the d- you done got revenge from killing this dog. It's it's fine. Because the second one's probably the best one. Yeah, the, the first three made so much money, they're just going to keep making them until they don't make money. But yeah. that third one is so not good. I hadn't seen it. It. I fell asleep watching it. There oh, was wow. just not... There. It was just like, it just kept dragging on. I'm like, bruh. Shit needs to end. Oh, did you see? The, do you guys see the list below this list? What list below what list? The, what list are we looking at? Ten basketball. Oh, 10 okay. Best yeah, basketball. okay. I, I, <laughs> we gonna have to. We gonna have to. We gonna have to save that for another uh, episode. <laughs> Because some of these movies on here are, like, yeah, some of the greatest basketball movies ever. But, uh, uh probably. I don't know if I've, I don't know if a lot of these will be on there. Probably a couple of them. Yeah, I mean, at least a couple. But, uh, before we end this episode, we want to give a shout out to our other, well, one of our other sponsors. I figure we have more now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Gear Anime 
facebook.com forward slash movement radio and before you hit that checkout button you put in a promo code move radio for free shipping anywhere in the u.s Yes, I mean absolutely. we've gone into we've gone into way deep lengths. So <laughs> gear anime. Wait for you can get your flyest anime gear: shoes, slip-on socks, jackets, ugly Christmas sweaters. I wish they'd make like bandanas. That'd be pretty cool. Tie for sure. Oh, that's just me. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you. Hey, but no, I mean they got. You wouldn't want to rock of... a Pokemon tie. I would. Maybe. I would all day long. Yeah, I mean, you have like the, you could have like the original seven. Yeah. I mean, I got, I mean, I got this. I might as well get the socks. To, I mean, I might as well get the tie to match the socks, right? It was like you can get that bubble sword tie now. Get that bubble sword tie. Hell yeah. And your bubble, to- bubble sword ugly sweater. Yep. Get them, get them, get them bubble sword high tops. Yeah, you yeah. know what? they should make like uh, like the like sweatpants too. Yes. Yeah, y- yes, absolutely, they should. And they should do like the old nineties spray, like you know how we got all those malls that did like the spray on shit, like the Looney Tunes one and shit like that. Yeah, like 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 street art and graffiti art and stuff like that. Yeah, should do shit like that anime. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, not just Pokemon, ladies and gentlemen. There's also. Uh, Assassination Classroom, Attack on Titan, Avatar The Last Airbender, Bleach, Castlevania, um, Cowboy Bebop, Death Note, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Fire Force, Full Metal Alchemist, Gundam, uh, Hunter x Hunter, uh, Kill la Kill, My Hero Academia, uh, Naruto, uh, again, like we said, Pokemon, Sailor Moon, Soul Eater, Tokyo Ghoul, Tokyo Revengers, uh, Trigun, like there are, there's a plethora of animes to choose from, and just like what Roger said, man, shoes, ugly Christmas sweaters, socks, hoodies, jackets, um, just shoes, <laughs> shoe, fifth, oh my god, shit, all kinds of shoes. Yes, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure shoes are probably some of the cleanest ones that I've seen. Those slip-ons, man, I definitely want to spend that money. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, well, then these black and um, these 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 black and gray uh, high tops and these golden black high tops, uh, these these Enricos look look pretty sweet too. Um, the, the color combinations are just yeah, the color combinations on them they match a lot of fits. Like I'm saying, y'all y'all want to go out in style? Go to gearanime.com forward slash movement radio promo code move radio m o v e. R A D I O. And them slides are fresh to death too, man. Y'all go y'all go check out these slides, man. These slides ain't no joke. The Converse don't look the Converse don't look too bad either. And if you're looking to make a logo or some art for your YouTube page your Facebook page, your website, go to partner.canva.com forward slash movement radio. Canva is literally your one-stop shop for uh, your your digital needs when it, when it comes. You, you can make 
business cards, flyers, whatever you want. The templates they have are amazing. Uh, I've personally used Canva uh, right here for Movement Radio on a bunch of our projects. Uh, so once again, partner.canva.com forward slash Movement Radio. I mean, I use it. I can't say enough about it. That's. I mean, we use it a lot for our our logo design or episode designs. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, they got all sorts of different design models, business models. You can, uh, you know, and they cater to you know food, sports, beauty products, a whole lot of different uh, ones. Uh, they can, uh, uh, you know, it, thousands of professionally designed logo templates, access to millions of images, icons, illustrations. Uh, you can publish, share, and download uh, your high-resolution logo anywhere on any uh, platform, whether it be social media or on your website. You can share it, edit your logo design seamlessly. Um, you know, AI-generated you know, can help you generate some of your logos, and there are hundreds of professional fonts that you can use as well. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Canva, uh, dot, partner.canva.com. Am I saying the website correctly? I don't want to fuck this one up too. (laughs) It's partner.canva.com forward slash movement radio. Movement radio. There you go. What Chip said. Uh, They also have an app for Android and iOS if you'd like to use that. Yep. And they work pretty good actually on uh, Android at least because I don't have Apple because I'm an adult. (laughs) Right. um, Same here. And then we can't uh, forget... The tried and true, the original Anchor.fm. They've been Absolutely. rocking with us for for forever since day Literally one. Literally since the beginning. Literally yeah. since the beginning. <laughs> Down since day one. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. All right, all right, Jimmy Uso. No, I'm Jay. Oh, <laughs> uh, main event Jay over here. We, I forgot main event. I forgot he main event Jay. <laughs> This guy, Mr. Main Event himself. Hey, 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 Mr. Main Event, next time you main event, make sure we're out the building before 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> hey, tell the promoter to start the show at 7.30 like he said he was going to. Tell him to start the show at 6.30. I love you, Barry. He don't listen to this. I know. <laughs> no, you say he don't listen to us, and then the one time he'll be like, uh, Talon, um, the fuck he's you def- talk shit? I don't he's know. Def- he's definitely don't want to Let's do a sports episode. Well, that's true. That is very much true. <laughs> hey, cult classic movies. Yay. Great idea. Did you um, say cut classic movies? No, I said cult classic movies. Oh. <laughs> cut classic. Yeah. I was trying to what you said. I was like, uh. What's a cut uh, classic, Raj? Uh, that's all I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> I'm not in this conversation now. <laughs> no, cult. Cult. Cla- cult. You know you know what a cult is? You know, like David Koresh, cult. You know what I'm talking about? Jim Jones. Exactly. Drink the Kool-Aid. Please do. The meteorite <laughs> will be here soon. And it'll take us all away. Who was the one dude? Um, He made everybody wear Nikes and cover up with a purple blanket. Who was that? Barney? Uh, <laughs> no. Fucking Marshall Applewhite or something like that. I have no idea who that is. Uh, he was some cult leader. I can't. Talking about, it, it was the people who said that the Haley, the Haley Bob Comet was... A spaceship. I mean, hasn't there been a couple to say that? A lot of these cults like think these comics are going to take us away. Like, yeah, huh. 
I mean, maybe it wipe us out, so, but so so Marshall Applewhite was the leader of the Heaven's Gate. Uh, Heaven's Gate, that's what it was. Yes, because Jim Jones was People's Temple, and uh, David Koresh were the Davidians. Yeah, that went off track quick. Yeah. yeah. yeah we, uh, Geeranime.com. Yeah. Hey, start First a logo. Where did I get on? <laughs> I was like, yeah, what were you we talking about? I remember last episode where I went from CTE to, you know, Audible and you got, you know, a little tilted about that. And you go straight to Colts after doing all the ad reads. <laughs> I didn't get tilted. I got uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That being said, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Something About Sports. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Chip, anything you want to say before we get out of here tonight? Oh, as always, check out movementradio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things Movement Radio. And what say you, Raj? Um, I mean, we already went through our ad reads. Uh, go to our YouTube. We have videos up there y'all need to watch. You know, give us some likes, some commentary, feedback, you know, anything we want more interaction with you guys. Yes, yes. absolutely. Uh, that being said, a couple of quick shout-outs to all of our good friends in this endeavor with us. Shout-out to Sean Thompson at Thompson Personal Training, Jerry and Jennifer at the Chronic Conversations Podcast, Andrew and Sean at the Warrior Workout Network, Ivan Montanez, twitch.tv slash UnleashedDemon, uh, all of our friends over at These Ninjas Podcast, Sean Miller with Should I Watch That, Damon Smith with Cover 2 Sports. <sighs> this ad read is getting very, very long. 25,000 downloads. Like what we say every single week, without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do this. I mean, we would be able to do this, but, you know, it's just it's just more, it, it's good to know that you guys are out there enjoying this content as well. Um, it, one more quick thing before we head out of here tonight, man. You know, the world's a scary and fucked up place, man. Try to love one another, man, because we don't know how long we got left on this crazy-ass rock we call Earth. So, take care of each other, man. Love each other. That being said, we'll talk to you guys next time. Uh, let's end up with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel, subscribe, click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. And once again, check out movementradio.us. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.